From the Gospel of Matthew, chapter 13, verse 22, English Standard Version. Jesus is speaking. As for what was sown among thorns, this is the one who hears the word, but the cares of this world and the deceitfulness of riches choke the word, and it proves unfruitful. Glory, hallelujah, praise your holy name. Grace and peace, my brothers and sisters. My name is RJ, and I welcome you to another episode of God is Faithful and Just, with all things being relational. Family, it's Friday. It's the last of this work week for many, and it's the last of this work week in December 22, in December uh, 2022, before the celebration of the birth of Christ. And it's our prayer, it's our hope, it's our desire that you have been blessed. It's coming up on a full year, family, that we have been reading God's word together every day, every day. Not Monday and Wednesday and Friday, but Monday to Sunday and Monday to Sunday again. God is truly good. And as we continue in the book of Revelation, we're continuing with chapter 17. And God has allowed us to entitle this particular episode, Cares of This World. I hope and pray that you've been blessed. Revelation has truly been in an eye-opener for me. And it has allowed some things to become somewhat clearer. And my relationship with the Lord is becoming even more intimate and I'm understanding that we indeed have a very specific and special part to play. Glory, hallelujah. Proverbs 23, verse 17 and 18 reads, Do not let your hearts envy sinners, but always be zealous for the fear of the Lord. There is surely a future hope for you, and your hope will not be cut off. Glory, hallelujah. Revelation chapter 17, the cares of this world. One of the seven angels who had the seven bowls came and said to me, come, I will show you the punishment of the great prostitute who sits by many waters. With her, the kings of the earth committed adultery and the inhabitants of the earth were intoxicated with the wine of her adulteries. Then the angel carried me away in the spirit into a wilderness. There I saw a woman sitting on a scarlet beast that was covered with blasphemous names and had seven heads and ten horns. The woman was dressed in purple and scarlet and was glittering with gold, precious stones and pearls. She held a golden cup in her hand, filled with the abominable things and the filth of her adulteries. The name written on her forehead was a mystery. Babylon the Great, the mother of prostitutes and of the abominations of the earth. I saw that the woman was drunk with the blood of God's holy people, the blood of those who bore testimony to Jesus. When I saw her, I was greatly astonished. 
Then the angel said to me, Why are you astonished? I will explain to you the mystery of the woman and of the beast she rides, which has the seven heads and ten horns. The beast, which you saw, once was, now is not, and yet will come up out of the abyss and go into its destruction. The inhabitants of the earth, whose names have not been written in the book of life from the creation of the world, will be astonished when they see the beast, because it once was, now it is not, and yet will come. This calls for a mind with wisdom. The seven heads are seven heels on which the woman sits. There are also seven kings. Five have fallen, one is, and the other is not yet come. But when he does come, he must remain for only a little while. The beast who once was, and now is not, is an eighth king. He belongs to the seven and is going into his destruction. The ten horns you saw are ten kings who have not yet received the kingdom, but who for one hour will receive authority as kings along with the beasts. They have one purpose and will give their power and authority to the beasts. They will wage war against the lamb, but the lamb will triumph over them because he is Lord of Lords and King of Kings, and with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Then the angel said to me, The waters you saw, where the prostitute sits, are peoples, multitudes, nations, and languages. The beast and the ten horns you saw will hate the prostitute. They will bring her to ruin and leave her naked. They will eat her flesh and burn her with fire. For God has put it into their hearts to accomplish his purpose by agreeing to hand over to the beast their royal authority until God's words are fulfilled. The woman you saw is the great city that rules over the kings of the earth. Glory, hallelujah, the king, the cares of this world. Oh, hallelujah, family, don't, don't get caught up in the cares of this world. They, they are only temporal. If we, if we zoom in on verse seven and eight, the angel who, the angel who has been guiding John begins to explain the mystery of the woman and of the beast. The description of the beast is similar to his description in chapter 13, verse one. And the statement that he was and is not and is about to come up from the abyss refers to the reality described in chapter 13, verse three. The Antichrist, where it says the Antichrist will receive a fatal wound only to rise from the dead and increase his following. This passage, however, adds a detail absent from chapter 13. That is, the Antichrist's ultimate end is destruction. Nonetheless, non-believers will be astonished temporarily at his apparent destruction, as we read in verse 8. I'm guessing the unbeliever thinks, aha, we will prevail. To the contrary, verse 14 declares, they will wage war against the lamb, but the lamb will triumph over them because he is Lord of Lords 
and King of Kings, and with him will be his called, chosen, and faithful followers. Glory, hallelujah. We, family, are his called, his chosen generation, his royal priesthood, his faithful followers. Oh, hallelujah. Father God, in the name of Jesus, we know we have a specific plan and purpose here on this earth. All were made by you and for you, and that is to glorify your holy name. So everything that we do, we do with intentionality, looking to hear from you, your Holy Spirit, to lead us, to guide us, to direct us, to govern our steps so that we are moving in accordance with your plan and your purpose. Oh, hallelujah. We look forward, Father God, for that day when we see you face, face to face, when we call upon your name day and night, singing holy, holy, holy is the Lamb. Oh, hallelujah. Glory, hallelujah. We love you today, Father God. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, Come, Holy Spirit, have your way. Use us as you see fit. We glorify your name. Jesus, we pray. Hallelujah. Be encouraged today, family. Be encouragement to those around you. Know that you have a specific plan and purpose. Walk in it. And those of you who do not know this Lord, this God, this Lamb that we are talking about, the Bible says that if you confess your sins to God, He is faithful and just to forgive you of your sins and cleanse you from all unrighteousness. You must call upon the name of Jesus. We love you, family. We want to walk with you. Indeed, we do. Grace and peace be upon you, and we look forward to being with you here again on tomorrow. Stay blessed, family.